Mr. H. Mr. B. You're there. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Sweet Rowan. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, guys. Good, good, good. All right, then. We've got a new show with uh, Sweet Rowan. Nuts What You Think. Nuts What You Think. Welcome, 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 welcome people <laughs> to another Not What You Think. Not What You Think. How you doing? How's your week been? It's been good, it's been good. I'm enjoying work. Yeah. Um, I keep getting repeat customers. Oh, so they'll come looking for you. Do they know yes. your name and stuff? They, I've got a badge now. Yeah. All the other chefs are annoyed because it says something that theirs doesn't. What, does it not it say just, your first name? Yeah, you know, it says my name, but oh, okay. it just says Chef de Party on it. So they're, they're all like, oh, why has he got Chef de Party on Because there's a DJ, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the chef that likes to party. And they was like, oh, yeah, that's clever. Um, but yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. enjoying it. I'm enjoying oh, working there, yeah. So term finally finishes for me. <laughs> I am so relieved. I'm so tired, man. Uh, kids were haywire. I think the kids that I work with, um, some of them don't like long holidays mm. the, you know schools there yeah. consistency you know sometimes home's not that stable as well so when it's holiday time some of them go a bit haywire and I think that's just that kind of anxiety of you know and our Easter holidays are three weeks whereas most people's are two weeks yeah and so some of our children get a bit angst yeah so today was like it was crazy, man. It was crazy. They went on an Easter egg hunt. Easter, <laughs> Easter egg hunt, and it was manic. It was, yeah, it was manic. Did we you got, find many eggs? We got. Yeah, I think they did. We got one guy who's like six foot three. He's sixteen. Okay. He grows a better beard than me. I can't grow. And he always goes, you, "My beard's better than yours." And I was like, yeah, "That's why I just shaved mine off." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he's like. I am not five years old. I'm not doing an Easter egg hunt kind of thing. So, getting yeah. upset. Getting... We've got the little ones as well. <laughs> anyway. Yes. We've got a very interesting guest for you today. Mm. Uh, let me introduce her. So, Rowan Paris, also known as Sweet Rowan, started online music pr- pr- promotions in 2007 with Nottingham Sino Vinyl Junkie and Canada's songbird, Tanya Mullins. You knew Simon Vinyl. That was, um, yeah, yeah, Simon the Vinyl Junkie. She tried her hand at creating <laughs> mini-mixes around 2015, 2016. Um, she wanted to help promote artists and reggae music further. Having a diagnosis of bipolar and fibromyalgia. Myalgia. Myalgia, mm. sorry. Um, she has good days and bad days and just does what she does because she loves it. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Rowan Paris, a.k.a. Sweet Rowan. Thank you. We're going to have to do it. Sweet Rowan. (laughs) (laughs) Audience keep going to sleep. I know, I'm going to have to get new ones in. There's one guy that's like coughing. I heard him coughing. Oh, because he's over his mouth. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, That's settle enough. down now. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> How are you, Rowan? Hi, guys. I'm I'm really well. Thank you. Oh. Thanks for having me on your show yeah. today. Thanks for coming. Yeah, on. it's 
Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And what a reception. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd are going high. So uh, Rowan sent me a mix about a week ago. Um, and yep. I like all types of music. Yep. And she sent me a reggae mix. Yep. And the first tune had me, Mr. H. I know you haven't had a chance to listen to it. No, yet. I haven't, but I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. Friday, yeah. I'm going to listen to that. proper, like, reggae, proper kind of. I used to work in a, um, my first job was a barman oh. back in Wolverhampton. And I used to work in, it was like the Atna Centre, but it was called oh. the Cultural Centre in Wolverhampton. Oh, wow. And it reminded me of them days. Them days, yeah, definitely. Know, big, big black people and, Yeah, you know, big people's yeah, thing. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was a nice thing. Yeah, really I good. like that. Nice Just one. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us a bit about you, Rowan. So are you Nottingham born and bred? Um, I'm, I'm actually, I've lived in Nottingham since I was about three, four years old. Okay. Um, I'm almost 40, so I've been here most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I started, um, I was born in Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury oh, right. Hospital. I was in Shrewsbury last week, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I went to watch Shrewsbury versus Lincoln. Is that not, sh- oh, wow. are you saying Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury? Well, it is Shrewsbury. Ah, okay. You're right, uh, yeah, actually. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. no, I was just thinking, I'm, is there a somewhere so else, man? <laughs> <laughs> so you know what we meant. <laughs> No, okay, sorry. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely. there last week, I was there. Yeah, yeah, so I was just born there in the hospital. I just stayed there for like a month and then we were in, in Wales, uh, okay. mid-Wales. Another one in Wales. Another one in right. Wales. Yeah. And I was listening, <laughs> I listened to the interview the other day with Emily Catherine and it was, there was so many similarities that I was just like shocked. Yeah. Like, wow, wow. Um, yeah, we lived in a place called Holly Cottage okay. um, with my mum and my dad. And then we went travelling to India and we lived in India for about six months. Do you remember that? Uh, I've got memories of India, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I came back half bilingual in Hindi because of the age to pick up language. Yeah. I can only count to about five now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I remember buffaloes. I remember the sunshine. I remember the beaches. I remember our neighbour there. I remember a lot of things about the fishing village that we yeah. lived in. Wow. Um, so, yeah what, yeah. what brought you to India? Do you know? Can um, you see? My mum was a hippie. So she was on the traveller trail. And she'd, okay. she'd been to India quite a few times. I think they they did the Himalayas while she was pregnant with me. Oh, wow. Um, so I haven't been as an adult living person, but I've been to the Himalayas in my mum's womb. <laughs> Got some kind of connection to it. Um, and then yeah my mum and dad split in India and my mum hitchhiked back with her best friend back to Nottingham where she had a friend from India from India hitchhiked Hitchhiked back back with a child (laughs) a small three four year old with a best friend I don't know I I can't I don't know exactly how it took and sadly my mum's gone now so we can't ask her Um, but yeah we made it to Nottingham where she had a friend base and we slept on people's floors for about a month or two. And then eventually she got a little house off the council. And we were in Radford. Mm-hmm. Um, All Saints Terrace, where All Saints Church is. Okay. We grew up there till I was about nine. Okay. Um, and then moved to Sherwood Mapley area um, when I was nine, ten. Okay. Um, so, so would you say you're a Radford girl at heart? At or heart. Sherwood, Sherwood <laughs> Radford, girl. Radford. Radford. You get me. Radford. You get me. All day. All yes. day. Yeah, oh, man. Wow. Do you feel at home in Radford? Though? At home in Radford. I was in Radford in the 80s. Yeah. Summer in the 80s in Radford. Wow. And the whole community would come out with a water fight. And everyone used to get involved, man. Wow. And those memories just are epic for me. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So, so yeah. have you seen it change? 
change a lot then, Radford. What, yeah, yeah, it's been really... Um, is it gentrified? Is that the correct yeah. word? Mm. Um, and I know a lot of people in you know in, that had council tenement yard contracts, they've been moved out, haven't they? And the flats have been done up mm, and yeah. they've been resold and big houses have been broken down into flats, haven't they, That's for right. people that are professionals and... Um, so I suppose in in some ways they've cleaned up Radford quite a lot, but um, I think a lot of the Radford people have been moved on in a way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They've been dispersed, you know. Yeah. Um, like High Cross Flats when they were knocked down, you know, that dispersed thousands of people, didn't yeah, it, all across the city yeah. that had been a community. Just kind of for, up the community yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. Really oh, okay. does. Yeah. So what schools did you go to? In okay, so um, I started at Rally Infants and Juniors and Nursery. So in, that's going way back because that's, that's not going there to Radford. Anymore, yeah. yeah, that's and uh, Winley Junior, which is now the community centre, I think, just on Forest Road. Oh, is it? Um, so that's where we had a school. Yeah. yeah. That's where, so we had yeah, a school there. Yeah, just near, near uh, Tennyson Street, just by there. Okay. Um, no, 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 it's not that one. Yeah, that's Tennyson Hall you're talking about. Yeah, near there. Ten- I'm sure it's Tennyson Street that cuts through it along the edge. Okay. Because um, where I was all Saint Street, that's just off Burn Street, isn't it? Okay. Um, yes, yes, it is actually. I'm, yeah, I know. Where that little right. corner. So and, what was school um, like for you? Oh, school was interesting. Um, I, I came back from India... To an English school, I had blonde hair that had been bleached by the sun. So <laughs> I naturally have brunette hair. Okay. Um, but I had blonde hair. I was part bilingual in Hindi, and that must I, have been strange for the children. other Did children. You have an accent, then? I had like I've always had a strange accent. I've never had a Nottingham accent. My mum's from Lancashire. Yeah. My dad's from London. Did you have an Indian twang as well? I I'd had a mix of and I, my mum was like my mum was a lesbian in the eighties. And we were quite open about it. I lived in a lesbian household. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a lot of flack about that from other children. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That must have been difficult. Um, it was. It was I was very confusing for me as a young child. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. But um, um, I got picked on and bullied a little bit. And it was the day I fought back. <laughs> it all got knocked on the head. Okay. So, uh, 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 mo- a lot of the issues you'd say would be with, with your peers. Yeah, point, yeah, not with the teachers. No, no, no. It was always kind of felt teachers were quite supportive, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about yeah. secondary school? How was that? For you? I, I went to Manning. I went to Manning, the, the all girls' school. school. Yes. Yeah. What was that like then? Well, that was out in Aspley by then, because it was there, originally in the forest. Yeah. yeah. But it's still all girls' school. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah um, I went to Manning. Um, all my friends around me at primary school, I loved them dearly, but I felt like I wanted to take a chance on new people in life. <laughs> but I spent five years with these people. I know these people. Let's try new people. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go to a different school to everybody else. So everyone that I knew mostly went to Haywood or Arnold Hill. Yeah. So I went off to Manning at Aspley. Yeah. And there was like six children from Claremont because I went to Claremont as well. I'm just saying that I'm from. From Winnie Junior, I went to Claremont Primary School for about three years, and that's yeah. just up the way from Carrington School. Yeah, that's right. So we did use Carrington Field. I remember that. <laughs> we used to play rounders in the yeah. field and all that. So that's from Emily's um, interview know, the gosh. week as well. So, so I, I bet you two have walked past each other. Yeah, like, must the, have. Yeah. Must have, must Back have. Back in the day. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, so what was Manning like in all-girls school? And forgive 800 me if you think girls in a building. Girls can be mean, can't mean. they? Mean. Girls can Ooh, be mean. Oh, that school was vicious. There was um, 
I mean, there was, there was drug dealing that went down. There were stabbings that went on. In the girls' school? In the girls' school, I remember. Listen, girls are a lot more harsh oh, than boys. They are, oh, they? Oh, boys will have a scrap and then yes. that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes, this modern over. mentality is different. That, that's, mm. that's a different thing. But mm. girls... Yeah, they go vicious. They go... Yeah, I, remember, quite... I remember a girl being chucked out the window... Right, wow. the girl thought she'd thrown her three flights down, three I mean, three stairs down. Fortunately, she landed onto the science block, so she only went two floors. <laughs> wow. Right, I'm watching that like, why? Wow, <laughs> um, so it's pretty crazy school, pretty yeah. crazy school. Girls, girls can be kind of premeditated as well, like yeah, plan, yes, a lot of yeah. planning. Yeah. Girls Are you yeah. happy that you went to a girls' school though? Um, ooh, it's interesting. Um, I, I did Skive mostly the last two years. <laughs> um, Why was that? Was that because you didn't enjoy it? Was that because of your peers, the teachers? Um, I was predicted a star in every subject. Wow. In year nine at my um, parents' evening. Mm. And when I went back in year 10, we were repeating the same things we'd learnt in year nine. Mm-hmm with maybe a tiny little bit more information on top. And I was like, hold up, we've already done this. This is boring me now. It wasn't challenging me. And I felt like I got it in the bag, my nine stars anyway. So why bother coming really? Do you know what I mean? For the same old thing every day that's not really educating me much further. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided to start visiting the University of Life. Um, <laughs> that was kind of where I was at at 14, 15. And um, I managed to pull it out of the bag at the end of school. I worked out... Probably two, three months before my GCSEs were due, mm-hmm. that I did actually want to go to college one day. <laughs> and I thought, you need GCSEs to do that. So I went back in and I begged some teachers if I could do some GCSEs, and I managed to do four GCSEs, yeah. pull out three of them and get an A and two Cs. What? Um, yeah, yeah. That's so great. I was able to then go on and do an MVQ3 in IT okay. um, that I did through the Nottingham Women's Training Scheme. Mm-hmm. I don't think they exist anymore, sadly but they used to be near the bus station at Victoria's Victoria bus station, the old one. Okay. A little building that was right next door. And uh, they've helped a lot of women achieve a lot of things, um, from carpentry to business studies to decorating. I'm just visualising, like, where the old Victoria the old bus, bus station, station was used it, to uh, be. Oh, oh, like where Base 51 is? Yes. Right upstairs above Base 51. Where the old okay. Base 51 The old Base 51 yeah, at the back of Glasshouse yeah, Street. Yeah. Okay. yeah, just there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that yeah. old um, bus station then. Like, no, I don't, I it might know. be before. Yeah, yeah, it must yeah. have been before. I came in 96. So. I was still here in 96. Yeah, but was it? Yeah, yeah. I remember a bus station yeah. being there. Yeah, 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 yeah a big yeah, bus yeah. station as well. I really can't remember that. I yes. only remember Base 51 being there. Yeah, because yeah. where you go in now at the top of the centre... Mm. And they've kind of blocked it all off in this yeah. car. Yeah. yeah, it was all like, all that all was that area. Yeah, 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 it was a massive bus station. Just walking past, not <laughs> yeah, not, not taking it in. At that point, I was, at that point, I just got, caught the bus to where I knew, caught the bus back. You yeah, know? I didn't drive. Definitely. I didn't have a car at that time. So, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> and wouldn't that be great to have something like that now? Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. Different times. Yeah, tourism. So you, did, you said you did it. Yeah. Yeah, I got you enjoy that? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It helps me do what I do now today yeah. with my promotions online and stuff like that. Okay. And um, picking up Virtual DJ. Like, I, I watched over Simon Vinyl Junkie's shoulder a little bit to pick up Virtual DJ, and then I went and played on my own. <laughs> and okay. that's how I do my mixes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, as a youngster, let's go back again. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, again. sure, sure. So, as a youngster, 
what was music, what was happening with music. Oh. Don't go too far because I want to talk in the second half of the show about what you do now. Yeah. So what, yeah, okay, India. So, yeah, your mum was a hippie. Yep. But so she what, loved reggae. Okay. What other influences would have come from your parents? Yeah, what was um, going on in the household musically? In the household musically, my mum loved reggae. She loved Bob Marley. Mm. She loved Eka Mouse. Um, Eka Mouse was one of her favourites, yeah, still. And she used to take me down to uh, Camden Market in London and chat with the reggae store man there for hours and hours. But as a kid, I used to get a little tired of the stories. <laughs> I used to dangle my feet over the canal going, when we can go, when can we go? And I did, as a big woman, I just wish I'd been paying attention and listening yeah. and learning. Mm, and yes. But um, yeah, reggae was a big, big influence in the household, but she loved folk music, she loved Irish music, she's got Irish heritage in the family. Okay. Um, mum loved, she had CD collections, she had record players, she had record collections, and she had probably a bit of something of most genres of music in the house, mm-hmm. you know? And her partner, my my other mom, um, played in a band that was the the um, Absolutely Dirt Sisters. Um, they were a nineteen eighties um, women's folk band around Nottingham. She was a double bass player, wow. so there was instruments all over the house. Okay. There was a piano. There was a double bass player. Double bass, sorry. Um, we had like. Um, Irish baran drums that I can play. I can play the baran quite well. Yeah. Okay. Is that the we one got the it, feedback. Yeah, it's this. It won't, yeah. It's not through there. Oh, the baran that's cool then. The, yeah, baran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite difficult to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, musically, what was you, what was what was happening with you musically with me, when you were growing musically, up? Did you, did you, was it always reggae or did you like kind of move around? Um, I've moved around a little bit. But I've always loved it. For me, it was Raga. Yeah? It was Raga that got me in Bashment. <laughs> <laughs> Bashment <yeah. laughs> so it was from being like a young kid. I used to hear my brother's friends pull up in the cars. And I used to hear the tunes thumping in the cars. And he'd be like, what's that? I like that. Oh, mm. what's that? And yeah, it was 1980s uh, Raga and Dancehall and oh, okay. Bashment. Um, so... Um, so what did your friends make of that when you was at school and that that you was listening to that kind of music or, um, or did they know? They probably didn't really know too too like too tough. I mean, once I got to secondary school, my friends knew I was into reggae mm. um, and dancehall, and but I was also I was into garage with my sisters. All right. Uh, they used to take me out to clubs when I shouldn't have really been at the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so I got into garage in '91 yeah. when I was like 10, That's 11 early years garage old. Then, isn't it? We're Not talking like early, early garage, yeah. yeah. Mm. And when it started to move into speed garage in '92, '93, '94, yeah. I was there. I was getting the tapes. Do you know what I mean? Passed okay. down to me by my big sisters and stuff like wow. that. So I remember I was the first person to take a garage tape into school yeah. and play it on my Walkman to my friends and say, "Listen to this." My friends were like blown away, like, "What is it?" This kind of music where'd you get it all my days oh, wow. so yeah um is it nostradamus and yeah. all those kind of all those kind of tapes do you know what i mean oh, wow. um and i did used to get treated to go to niche in sheffield yeah so i was at niche in sheffield quite a lot um and yeah i won't go into names and ages because <laughs> you shouldn't do that but i was there <laughs> so when did your journey with like kind of simon the vinyl um, we met in 2007 via MySpace. 
And um, we we did have a thing that lasted a few years. We was together. Okay. And um, he was at Kemet Radio at the time. Um, so Kemet Radio was early that time. It, yeah, yeah, it was brand yeah, new. Just, yeah, and he was flash. like, he was kind of caretaker. He let everybody in. He did the doors. He did DJ. We used to cover the slot midnight till six in the morning, Monday to Friday. Yeah. Um, so I have my children so when I was at home with the children I was at home with children what if now with children I was at studio and final and stuff like that yeah. and um, yeah meeting on MySpace I just naturally shared things okay. so I was sharing people's posts and promoting things and I got noticed for that and I made connections straight away through Simon Vinyl a lot of people new reggae artists added me does Simon play reggae as well? he used to he used to, he used to yeah he used to be reggae article yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely okay. but he's a he's producer now creates yeah. his own house music and stuff like that and Afro House and all sorts okay. at the moment he's getting BBC Radio Airplay he's doing really? well for himself wow. yeah he's doing really I don't good know him. I don't think I yeah. Him. yeah I'm thinking now I may if you were with him I may have met, met you, Because yeah. you seem really familiar to me, <laughs> yeah. Mr. H, you seem off. really familiar. Yeah, I've probably met you Probably met through those circles yeah. and those we've, events. We've probably been somewhere. So would you have ventured out to like any of the drum and bass nights and things like that? Um, um, I used to go to Deluxe and St. James's Street. Yeah. For the for the all night drum and basses yeah. there, we've probably um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember Kemet FM's uh, birthday party at Halo. Yeah, I was uh-huh. definitely there that night. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was quite a big yeah. party. That one. And Mr. H's brother plays reggae. Yeah, well. so he plays for Dilatone. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, so I know Dilatone sound. Yeah, we've got them. They were yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Yeah, well, so, yeah, so well. I don't know if you, you just popped out of the room. Um, uh, Rowan said that she started sharing music on, on, on my, MySpace. MySpace. Now, I miss MySpace. I, I, I was on MySpace. I didn't get... I had tunes on. People were buzzing over the... Yeah. Oh, MySpace yeah. was awesome. I loved MySpace. Yeah, yeah so I loved how did it. that work then? So what was it with how you shared music? Just explain that. Well, um, you you can share... It used to have bulletins, mm. bulletin posts. Mm. And you put out a bulletin and it went to all your friends on your friend list with yeah, the title on it. Posted it out. And you just post it one. out and I used to bam it out there. Because yeah. Simon was doing his shows on Kemet FM. Mm. So I was sharing that out. And then he was doing events and stuff. So I was sharing that out. Yeah. And uh, Tanya Mullins. Um, I started with Tanya Mullins okay. in 2007 yeah. with her album release, Music Is My Life, okay. um, which is a brilliant CD, features Morgan Heritage. What? Yeah, big, big, big artists on there, big artists. Um, so I don't know Tanya Mullins, I haven't heard her music, but is, so you've got, it's got Tanya, is it Canada? Yeah, she's Canada's songbird. She's, so you know, is she from Canada? She's Canada, she? yeah, yeah, she's from Toronto. Wow. And she has her name in stars in the Brampton Walk of Fame. Wow. Um, yeah, she's been there for several years. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that being all unopened, like the curtains opened on that. Um, the film. <laughs> like a big and, event. Like I'm in the UK, I've never made it to Canada, we've never met in real life, but we video call and we talk and we really? reason. And, oh, wow. Um, That's really good. Good. I used to deal with emails for every day, bless. That's really? what I used to do. <laughs> Before so, the fibromyalgia kicked in, really, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. on the mix that you sent, someone introduced 
Twiggy. That's Twiggy. Oh, I've got to mention Twiggy, my sister in Jamaica. Okay. She's, I mean, she's actually currently in America at the moment because she's doing music stuff in America, but she's originally Jamaica. Did she have Twiggy. a track on there? Because I didn't listen she, to the track. No, listing. I didn't do... Twiggy's track doesn't feature... She's got, she's got a few tracks out at the moment. She's got one called My Garden. Mm-hmm. She's got One I Think About You. Um, oh, off the top of my head, I can't remember the other two. But she's got four tracks out in the past six months or so. Um, when I think about you is on, I think two mixes back. Yeah. Of my mixes on Mixcloud at the moment. Um, but Twiggy is like an article sister for me for fifteen years online. You know what um, we're talking about Mixcloud. Do you want to tell the people where they can? Um, <laughs> yeah. Stuff yeah. Yeah. Um, it's www.mixcloud.com/slash/roan.paris. Okay. Um, and that should get you to me or just Rowan Paris or Rowan Paris. just look up Mixcloud and then put in Rowan Paris and you'll find me straight away alright then we'll go back to that and repeat that later yeah. on in the show and uh, yeah. the YouTube is Sweet Rowan YouTube Sweet Rowan yeah there you find my dub plate specials that people have done for me yeah um, loads of videos I've made for an artist Galaxy P Gallopy from Jamaica yeah. um, I used to make videos for him and they're all upon and some of my mixes are there and artist promotional tracks that I've made for artists and stuff videos that I used to create on um, yeah a, a track that uh, a woman that I've heard of that was on there that's doing big things at the moment. I think she got a Grammy last week, I think. Is it Etna? No. Etana. Etana. Yeah. <laughs> like my Etna. Etana's massive. Etana. But I've followed her for a couple of years now. Mm. Um, yeah. And her music, she, I mean, she's doing worldwide yeah, stuff no, now, she isn't does. she? Yeah, and her track does. on that was big. Yeah, one. it's yeah. a version of Young, Gifted and Black. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's Escape From You did the original, but it's such a big tune, do you yeah. know what I mean? That When I heard her cover version, I was like, yeah, I'm loving that. It was nice. And it got sent to my email so yeah wow. we had to run that thing yeah 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 for real for real I, I do get blessed with many many blessed emails wow. I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to Jennifer Cheshire there and Maria Jackson um, they're two of my biggest ladies that send me the most amount of tunes. Really? Yes, oh, yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you, we got to where you was at college. You did oh, IT yeah. and you yeah. were following Simon the Vinyl Junkie. Well, yeah, because actually and I did. You're right. I've only met Simon the Vinyl Junkie in 2007. But I followed him because he always played on Unique FM for Valerie Rocket. Going back old school. So we're know. going, right? Radio. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so... Long before I met Simon Vinyl in real life, yeah, I had tapes yeah, recorded that said Simon Vinyl, this slow jams and these tapes and that tapes in my collection at home <laughs> and Get A Jam and Kevin Roach oh, and, wow. you know, all them tapes. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, Father Demas. Kevin yeah, Kevin Roach, man. Every Sunday, he used to be there cooking up the dinner. <laughs> yeah. Him and Mixi P are a part... Well, there's not Mixi P anymore. It's Jay Palmer, isn't mm. it? Okay, yeah. They, they they come they come as one sometimes. Yeah. Right. One yeah. plays the reggae, one plays the R and B. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, um, yes. So yeah, so what happened so, after yeah. that? How did that how did that go? And for for listeners that don't know, you're a white woman. I am. In, 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 a, <laughs> I am. in, a, in a reggae world. <laughs> I am. So I am. We'll talk about that a bit we later. Can, yeah, actually. we'll touch on that some more in a bit. But how did that so sorry. What happened what was the next bit of the journey with regards to, you know, well, you almost blowing up I suppose with regards well, to promotions um, yeah the thing is I kind of I've kind of had waves of blowing up over the past 15 years 
And unfortunately, bipolar sometimes takes a turn in things. Mm -hmm. And I've had a couple of breakdowns and that's put me back a little bit. And I've had to take six months off and mm -hmm. I come back on you. You're almost like a fresh face on the scene again and have to replace your roots and say, actually, I've been here seven years. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Um, but um, with the MySpace promotions, I got noticed by a lot of people. So Did you know what you were doing was promotions when you were doing that? No, I was getting people telling me, you're a natural <laughs> promoter. <laughs> you should do this properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, um, I'll shout Ragazzi because I've been promoting Ragazzi since 2007 as well. That's uh, now he's got MMB Indie Radio yeah. out in Miami. Um, and I do jingles for them and stuff. So they play me on their radio with jingles and things like that I've done for them. Oh, wow. Um, and um, Michael Ark, um, he's a Jamaican-born London-based singer, mm -hmm. and I used to do blog posts for him okay. on MySpace, and he used to send me a little um, phone credit, yeah. phone credit to cover my time, do you know what I mean? Okay. So he always looked after me in a way still. Oh, that's nice. And I always bless him, bless him up for that, do you that's know what I mean, nice. big time. Um, so the first time, like, you started to get a lot, like, more than a lot of kind of listeners do you yeah. Remember that? Do you remember well, that? Um, when you say listeners, well, like um, people noticing you, then even though straight away people noticed me as soon as me and Simon Vinyl kind of stepped out straight away, I was getting noticed. Yeah. Um, Mark Messam, Jamaica. Um, let me think. I'm on my mind's just gone blank there. But Mark Messam always had me as top number one friend on MySpace, mm -hmm. and other people like Stevie Face, big artist Stevie Face. He always had me as one of his top friends on MySpace, oh, wow. and all these big artists. I was like the number one or number two top friend there, you know. Yeah. Um. So MySpace just blew up. I was getting 150 messages a day wow. for a long, long time, um, and. Um, I um I had like a tag site that had over 10,000 connections on it. I was promoting through the tag site. I've got a Twitter that's got like 1,500 people on it. I was promoting through the Twitter. So I promote through all my social medias that I'm on, do you know what I mean? Not just Facebook and MySpace. And, Fantastic. Um, so, yeah. We're going to take a quick break right now. Yeah. Um, but we're going to come back and speak to yeah. Ro Sweet Ro Rowan a, a bit more about her journey. Yeah, well. So, uh yeah, we'll be back in a quick moment. Not what you think. Not what you think. Nice. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've got uh, sweet Rowan. Rowan Paris. Hello. Hello, second <laughs> half of the show. So Rowan, you talked about having a uh, bipolar yeah. 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 You're okay talking about that? I, yeah, I yeah. can talk about bipolar. So, yeah. Bipolar disorder type 1. Type 1. So yeah. there's, there's different types. There's different types because there's different extremities to the bipolar. Mm -hmm. So okay. some people have it more mildly than others. So there's bipolar type 2, mm -hmm. which is um, less severe than type 1. Okay. Um, type 1 typically has uh, periods of uh, psychosis and hypomania. Okay. And that I've suffered in my life. So, so what is that? So what, what happens? Um, or what, 
you um you can lose the touch with reality you can get like a superhero complex mm. some people get a godlike complex think they're god or jesus or something like that i've never quite suffered that complex mm-hmm. but i kind of um i go superwoman in invincible yeah like i don't need sleep i don't need food i don't need this i don't need that and i can just take on everything and do everything and i think and in, then you burn out and crash you know back in the day there wasn't much education on that. Not at you all. Know. Not and I remember there was like TV programs like EastEnders covered it. And mm. um, Was it Stacey? Had it? So yeah. I had it before Stacey. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of Stacey's storyline was based on people like me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So did you watch that? Yeah. And, and I, was friends with pe- well? I was friends with people in the BBC at the time. Yeah. And I was texting into one extra at the time. Yeah. With uh, Shawnee B, with Mr. Jam, mm-hmm. with Nisha, with DJ Blakey. And then the Stacey storyline come about. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think a lot of connections in my life and people like me, do you know what I mean? It was why, why that storyline even came about. Do you think that was done well? Was it? I think it was done quite well. Yeah, yeah. really well. Quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, she acted it well. I, I remember I... I mean, I was talking about education. I remember I, I used to walk to school, walk, walk to school with somebody, and he would have had bipolar, but he just got on our nerves because he'd say the most ridiculous and do the most ridiculous things. Like yeah. he reckoned that he could run faster than a bus, yeah. run through walls, and we'd be like, I won't say his name because uh, no, no, no sure. But he, he'd be like, we'd be like, yo. Why are you doing? Why are you saying these things? And because you didn't know. I didn't know. No, I didn't know. Exactly. He was just no. getting on my nerves and yeah. end up arguing with him. And you know, oh. I remember when I first moved to Nottingham, um, before you, before I moved in with you in the same flat. Yeah. He drove all the way from Wolverhampton to Nottingham because he thought he was faster than me. And I'm like, you've come, you've driven all this way to race me. So I'm like. All right, then I'll race you. Just a running race. And I beat him. And I'm like, go back home now. And I just didn't know. And, you know, I didn't have wow. no empathy yeah. for him yeah. at the time because sure. I just didn't know what was Again, going on. Again, if you sure. don't know, how yeah. are you going to have empathy for something? You just think that that's a trait of that person. Yeah, mm. yeah. But you're, you're unwillingly yeah. or unwittingly unknowing that they yeah. have bipolar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. mental health condition of some form. Yeah. yeah. So how yeah. old were you when that was diagnosed? And... Um, well, I was 19, 20 years old when I was first ever sectioned into hospital. Mm-hmm. And that was Highbury Hospital when it was um, the old wards. I was on Lady Middleton Ward in 2003. And within the mental health circles, Lady Middleton Ward is famous for how hard it was, do you know what I mean, to be on. Um, so I was thrown into that at 19, 20 years on. Like you said, there was, there was no education about mental health. Mm. I, at that age, had never heard of mental health before, mm. had no idea what it was about and was convinced I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I spent nine and a half weeks in hospital with doctors convincing me I did have it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it wasn't until I was prepared to agree to medication and that I might have bipolar that I was released, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Was that something um, that ran through the family? Or? It's, um, it turns out it's, it's probably hereditary through my father's side. Yeah. Because okay. um, me and my, um, I have a half brother who's also from my father um, and he also has bipolar. Okay. So we think it is hereditary from that side. And his mum, my grandma, uh, my dad's mum, she was mentally unstable most of her life and on medication. And, mm-hmm. 
although we didn't we don't know really the details about because that was like in back in the day do you know we I mean? really untalked about times mm-hmm. um but it does seem to have come down through the family yeah okay. yeah so how did you cope and what was your support network and what um for i mean i had family around at the time um I, I had my twins by then my twins were two and a half nearly three years old at the time and they stayed with family for about six months while i went through recovery on the other side um so mostly family mostly family is what supported me all the mm-hmm. way through every time i've been and obviously getting up and standing up on your own two feet you know um when you go that far down into a depression and that far to the depths there is only yourself that can really bring yourself back from there you know mm-hmm. um so medication can help but they do say some people have one breakdown and they never recover ever mm-hmm because it's too much of a mental battle for them. Mm. And I've had four or five breakdowns and come back each time. Mm-hmm. So they do say I'm an incredibly strong person. And, you know, they say try and avoid, because you don't know if you might not come back from the next one, you know? Yeah. Um, so. This might sound like a really stupid question. Mm-hmm. I'm, come I'm with still it. learning. <laughs> is, there, is there anything you feel that's good about having bipolar? Is there any kind of qualities to that? You can, um, I think it can make you really open-minded and think out the box on matters. Do you know what I mean? You're not, with bipolar, because you can be so free and just see the whole world as like your oyster and achievable, I think that's quite magical about bipolar. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Um, And... Um, I can write poetry and I've written song lyrics. And I don't know if that just comes from a natural talent or if that's a bit bipolar too. I might have a bit of Asperger's as well. There's a few things that I'm on the spectrum for, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, when I do my mixes and stuff, I can get into things for 12 hours. Yeah. And I focus on that and that alone for 12 does hours it until it's done. It's a bit does it? Um, I suppose sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not going to put out like a mix that I consciously know got mistakes in it, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll just start from the top or go again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You talked earlier about bipolar kind of um, interrupting. Is that the right yeah. word? The music a yeah, bit. interrupting definitely yeah. is how I'll put it. Yeah. Um, because with the work schedule in music promotions, it's 24-7, isn't it, music? Yeah. Yeah, and online, it's 24-7. So Jamaica are awake at a different time zone to <laughs> us, USA. Yes. And I have a lot of artists out there being reggae and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm up at line talking to artists at 2 o'clock in the morning. and yeah. da 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 and So sleep pattern is really important for bipolar. Mm-hmm. And there's times I've taken on too much mm-hmm. and I've overwhelmed myself. And I've ended up having breakdowns, you know? Mm. And so as much as I do do and can do, like I said in the beginning, I have good days and bad days. Mm. So I think people know that about me now. So they have limit, you know, they don't put the expectations too yeah. high on what Rome Paris can do, do you know what I mean? Because I am limited. Mm. And with the fibromyalgia, that's chronic pain fatigue syndrome. Okay. Um, my so hands can, My hands can seize up in a day sometimes. So by mm. the time I go to bed at night, I can't type anymore. And my hands are like that much in pain. I can't really? type physically. Yeah. Is it just your hands that affect It's the whole body. It's really? the whole body, head to toe with fibromyalgia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And do, um, do you have treatment for that as well? Or? I take pain relief, but because of it's a bit complicated because of the bipolar, the you're limited med- yeah, what kind on of what pain relief yeah, you can take. They start, yeah, they start doing other they things. They start doing other yeah. things. And heavyweight pain medications are known for upsetting people's mental stabilities. 
So because I already have a potential mental stability issue, can't I can't take. have serious strong yeah. pain relief. Yeah. So I muddle along on codeine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Basically, that's my prescription for pain relief. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. So you, you talked yeah. also about um, kind of working in London. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's my internet. Uh, working on internet radio in London. <laughs> Um, ambitionradio.com I did a radio show for them for about a year um, that was fortnightly two hour sessions um, and that was that was actually pre-recorded in Nottingham and sent down to them in London so I wasn't in London myself but um, that was an amazing experience I was getting like 450 listeners a show um, people in the chat room do you know what I mean it was in mm. um, and that was an amazing experience um, it was Pepper Seed Radio as well New York I mentioned they wanted me to run their radio station yeah. and uh, sadly I wasn't in a place to take on such a role yeah. and such a commitment you know um, but I'll always remember Pepper Seed Radio and the faith and belief they had in me. They the only person I want for the job. Yeah. <laughs> and that meant a lot to me to hear that. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, so yeah. we talked earlier, so um, you're a white woman. I am. And obviously reggae is a predominantly black industry. Definitely. So how and did culture. That go and the culture. Culture, you yeah. Know, um, I mean... Talk a little bit about that and how that went down and how that goes down. And um, Well, in some respects, I've never quite had the confidence to properly play out live, probably because I don't know how I'll be received. And um, I did have one experience at a party that was a little bit negative. I think I told you about that on yeah. WhatsApp. <laughs> um, but... Um, I've yeah, I've never had the confidence to actually go out and play live. I okay. do my mixes and I put them online, and um, that's that's all I've really done with them so far. But you're received very well by the artists and by yeah. producers and so yeah, forth. And, yeah, yeah, and I have like a little following online of people that always check out my mixes and always give a favorite and share yeah. and. Yeah, all that kind of business. You yeah. think one day you will kind of play? Yeah, it? I've got to. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. Yeah. I mean, I used to dream about being a DJ when I was a little kid. I'm like, I love to sing. I love to dance. But I'm not the best at on timing with dance. And yeah. I haven't got the best vocals for singing. Yeah. So DJ, I was like, yeah, DJ. And when my mum lived at Sherwood Mapley, she backed onto Woodthorpe Park mm -hmm. at the back, okay. the back garden. So it was very nice there. And I used to pretend the Woodthorpe Park was my audience. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Imagination. And play of out tunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One from our mum's system out the basement, you know what I mean? And Lovely. So yeah. musically, is it all kind of online? Do you, do you touch vinyl or do you, do you still use vinyl? Or I've no? never really touched vinyl, no. no. I've never really had a vinyl collection. I've got CD collection yeah. and I've got now quite a vast MP3 collection and WAV collection from 15 years online. Okay. Um, I've got several like old hard drives that have got tunes on. I've got a two terabyte hard drive that's got tunes on. I've got wow. my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. So you wanted to do some shout outs as well? I didn't did. You? Yeah, Thank go on you. Then. She goes, I've got a little list of shout outs. She pulls out like two sides. <laughs> you got <laughs> the paper. Oh, I got it. Yeah. So go on then. Go on. Do your Let's shout outs. Let's do this. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Firstly, my, um, I'd like to shout out the Not's What You Think podcast crew. Oh, so thank you very much. <laughs> Mr. H and Mr. B for having me in the first place. Okay, thank you. Lovely, lovely. Um, my family and my friends, I've got to shout them, obviously. So yes. I'll just leave that, that with a full stop. And a big love heart. Oh. So list: Tanya Mullin, Simon Vinyl Junkie, Coralina Ellis, Percy Dread, Gallopy, Galaxy P, Twiggy, Chelsea Stewart, Ragazzi, MMB Indie Radio, Dion Blaze, Fireworks, Perfect Gidimani, Father Ico, Huddersfield, <laughs> Maddie Simmons, Michael Ark, Lauren Mason, DJ Nisha, Joe Buddha, Cass Rock, Footprints, Rasta Hood Robin Hood Productions, Kashima Steely, J Small Records, Jamaica, Lolita Thomas, Jamaica, My Boys Beats, Ian Sweetness, uh, Jennifer Cheshire and Maria Jackson, I shout them, but I'll shout them again. Sir Alex and Little Pinchers done my favourite ever jingles for me. So, and uh, Justin Smith, my photography guy. Yeah. So I think that's my little uh, list. Oh, yeah, well, I was just saying, we know Justin a little bit. And you yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> Justin, everybody. The other day Yay. on Facebook, I saw you um, in a band rehearsal. With yes. Someone. So, what, who was which that band? What? I've, got, I've got two bands Ooh. I do band rehearsals with. I don't know which band, but you you had, you, had, you had a selfie, like a video selfie, oh, that's and the, you were dancing away, and the band were behind you. It was a really nice, yeah. That's so. the Mike Inity and the Hotter Fire band. Uh, are they in Nottingham? Yeah, they yeah. are. They're Nottingham They're based. Good, man. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Really, really, really so where good. Where can people see like them? Um, the... They did a first show, or like a current show. They did a show in Luton about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, one of the uh, I think it's the keyboard player sadly is in Jamaica because the there's a, a family issue at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So rehearsals are currently on hold with that band. Um, but as soon as they're back doing rehearsals, I'll be back visiting them again. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's Mike Kennedy is the vocalist and the Hotter Fire band. Um, Robert Williams is on the bass guitar. I think it's Winnie. Winnie on the keyboards and we've got Junior JR on the drums. Okay. Um, so yeah, they they make an incredible sound. And what's the other band? And the other band is the Highcroft Band. Okay. <laughs> and they are a group of friends of mine. Um, first met them through originally Simon Vinyl Junkie. He was a member. He was a keyboard player, but he's now moved on with his music productions. And I went to I used to do promotions for them, for Highcroft back about five six years ago. Uh, we we left we parted ways for a bit and I've come back to them and I was actually freestyling for them last week. Really? What do you <laughs> yeah. mean freestyling on the mic? Freestyle. We couldn't get the mic working. Yeah. So I was freestyling over the top of the music, recording it onto my phone, so that I can write down the lyrics to go back and do it on mic in the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not going to be brave enough to do some freestyle now, are you? Oh no, not off the top of my head. I can't <laughs> So what's next then? I mean, you've got the, the music promotion. And, yeah, uh, pro music promotions is my little thing on, on Facebook. I've got a group there with 15,000 members in it. 15,000? <laughs> yeah. So that's pro music promotions. And then hashtag team reggae pro music promotions is my slightly smaller reggae dedicated group Yeah. Um, on Facebook. And um, yeah, I'm just still doing my mixes and yeah. promoting people and sharing people's links on all my social medias and um 
Yeah, I've got to go live next. That's what I've got to do, I suppose, isn't it? That's the next step. Yeah, you've got to go yeah, live. You've got to play yeah, out, man. <laughs> I've got to play just, out. Just do it. Uh, play out do and it. go live. Yeah. people, I mean, once you're playing the music, the music gets you. Yeah. So Again, uh, you've got Rodigan. Yeah. There are others. Look, Vinyl Junkie plays yeah. out. Rodigan, I didn't know he was a white man. For ages. No, check this. For ages. Until I went to, what's the big I event in college? I went and saw him play yeah. somewhere. Oh, not the Detonate. Detonate, or, yeah. yeah. I was at Detonate. Come on. And I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is a guy playing. I was about what? I was about mid, ooh, yeah, early 20s. I was going to say mid, but I was going to say no, early 20s. Yeah. Just about turning 20. Yeah. And I went to a dance. And I'd heard him on tapes. Yeah. Didn't, just didn't, didn't register. Think not him. And then yeah. I seen this little old man. Yeah, yeah. Old, yeah. 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 Old, it just man. doesn't look like a DJ, does yeah. it? Man, killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Killed he it. Does. And yeah. then, yeah. Where was he? He played at Brickworks. I went and seen him at Brickworks. That was good. Yeah. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, But yeah. And I think people are not bothered because the music, once you've got them. Yeah. If yeah, you've got a good thing. selection. Yeah. That you being yeah. a white woman may actually get you a little bit of sweat. Yeah. yeah. yeah because true. there isn't that many true. white women dropping beats. They have said, that has <laughs> been said to me that... Um, the label on the can helps get this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were just talking about the uh, Grammys and yep. the, mm. the reggae band that, is it Soja? Soja, yeah. Um, that won yeah. best album, I think. Yeah, I think it was. And I'd, I'd never heard of them before the no. Grammy. And when I, ch- I so I checked them out. Yeah. Um, and I was saying to Mr. H, for me, it was almost like Gordy looking chain winning best hip hop album, you know. Can't, can't, and no. I know people love Gordy looking yeah. chain, but, but they're a novelty act. <laughs> that, that's a novelty thing. Definitely. Yeah, so are they Swedish or something? Where they're not? I'm not sure where they're I from. Think they're from somewhere in oh. Europe. Like, okay, so they're like, not even like. No, not, that's not not. I know. The, that's not the point I'm making. But yeah, if they're a yeah. bit of a. A bit. wish, wish, wishy yeah, washy act. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Have you heard their music and had you, had you heard of them before? I've heard of them before because I know they get millions of hits on YouTube yeah. on their videos. Do you know what I mean? So I guess that's probably where the Grammy has come from. Safe reggae. Right, safe reggae. <laughs> but in all honesty, I've never heard their album. Have you heard any music from them? I've heard something, but I can't tell you off the top of my head what it was or that I listened. And when you heard them, would it be would it would it make your list? No. <laughs> there oh you dear, go. I'm Safe sorry. Safe that was reggae. straight out of there. <laughs> what, about, what about the listeners? Would the listeners be the type of listeners that would? I don't think my listeners would be uh, receiving. Would they, would they maybe a guilty pleasure? Maybe like tucked in a collection. I wonder if it's like people in reggae that are part of making this. Decision well, that yeah. again, we know. I think it's might, more about yeah. the corruptions of the Grammy, isn't it's it? It's the corruptions you know? of the industry, and that always and the industry, comes up. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Again, there's behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on and who's paid for what. Right, said exactly. What yeah. Done what. yeah, what but backdoor deals have been done? If there are real reggae artists. In this in this category, can you imagine the reggae artist that was sitting there in the oh, audience? And then this, I, wonder, I wonder who, were the, who was in the category as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But this is what I'm saying. So they have all just looked and gone, "What? Yeah, really? What? Yeah." Because you got that young oh, girl. No. She won a Grammy. What's the young girl called? Um, 
really talented reggae artist. She did the song about the same boat and then she blew up. Not Kofi. Kofi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. 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 Is, yeah. It's was, incredible. Was she on your mix? That I... um, she's on one of my. She. I've, I've played Kofi on my earlier mixes because she did the track Toast, didn't she? Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves yeah, that that's track. A beautiful don't they? track. That is. Like yeah, man. yeah. So that's definitely on earlier mixes a couple of years ago. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But people like that um, sitting there thinking, "I work hard. This is serious for me. This is my roots. This yeah. is more than music." Yeah. And then yeah. they win. But you yeah. know. It's that's the industry, yeah. It's a shame, isn't it's, it? Yeah. But it happens in every genre mm-hmm. as well, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. happens yeah, in hip hop, yeah, it does, it yeah. does, yeah. it is yeah. R&B, it's and very, yeah. it's not what you think it is. No, if, yeah. you, if you can do it independently and get accolades, people will obviously, if you get a massive fan base, mm. and it's all about numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it if is. you can make physical copies or whatever mm. it is and get the numbers, mm. numbers yeah. Mm. You may not even get get on the top of the list because yeah. you've not gone through their channels. Yes, that's right. It's so that's twisted. Right. I saw Beanie Man on an interview yesterday. I don't know how old this interview was, but he was talking about kind of people stealing music mm. and not giving, not even that, not giving credit, just right. taking it and yeah. Give put. Listen, if you're if you've right, as a producer, if you've sampled anything or you've taken any bit of music. You need to be putting mm, that down. You do. You just do. put it down. Yeah. Not even like just taking the music and sampling it. I'm talking no, about just like just taking the music. Ripping it. No, but this is what I mean. Yeah. Just, just right, when you're writing out yeah. this thing and yeah. the information about this track, yeah. I used this, yeah. this, this and this. Yeah. If it's taken from somewhere that people will know. Yeah. 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 If it's, you've made it on some gem bass and I've recorded you, I will put, your name yeah. recorded live yeah. X, Y, Z yeah. if you've done it on a glockenspiel <laughs> you know what I mean and re- your name would go but people that do not yeah. put names down yeah. that's some that's credit where credit's due that's, yo, that's yeah. stealing yeah. it that's is stealing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. that's blatant definitely. stealing definitely we're coming up to the end of the show and we always like to ask um, <laughs> a few questions at the end of the show oh. so here we go. <laughs> so uh your 14 to 16 year old self uh what kind of what kind of guidance would you give or what would you say would you say, tell rowan 14 yeah. 16 oh. year old rowan right now <laughs> oh <laughs> i have to say to myself rowan there was only two more years of school you could have knuckled down there university of life was still waiting for you <laughs> it's not going it wasn't anywhere. going nowhere yeah. <laughs> what would you say back to you She'd have probably said, <laughs> I'm, in. I'm doing what I'm doing. I, I'm already in. I'm in the university already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool, I cool. think, yeah. Um, and film. If you had to watch a film on repeat, what film? Okay. I did actually hear you ask Emily Catherine this on the other interview, and I immediately thought, I have to say, fried green tomatoes. I remember that, but vaguely. Fried oh, green that's tomatoes. South American film. Yeah. South American, Southern American. Yeah. yeah, set in like Alabama. And, yeah. Um, I'll have to watch it because I, I have seen it, but I can't yeah. remember yeah. 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 See, now I'm going to have to hunt that out because yeah. in my brain, I'm like, I've seen it. Yeah. I have seen that. Like it's an um, early 90s film, isn't mm. it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah, fried green tomatoes for me. Yeah. Cool. And uh, knots. What and do you knots. think? 
<laughs> Nottingham. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, Nottingham. Good I'm bad. Yeah, I mean, I, Nottingham in the sunshine in the summertime, I love her. I love her so much. And the people, like... I'm not so keen on the students when the students take over. It's I like came across. in as a student. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. B. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> um, but they just, you know, when it becomes summer holidays, that mm. six weeks summer holidays, when you see faces like, you know, because I've lived here 37 years, there's faces I see on the street, and I know they're Nottingham faces. Mm -hmm. And when there's full of students, you don't spot the Nottingham faces so much. And as soon as summer holiday comes, you're like, oh, I know you are, yes, you are, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it just becomes our town for six weeks, do you know what I mean? I love it in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um Negatively, um, I mean, obviously, corrupt politics, um, mm. um, lack of support systems for people nowadays. Um, but then that's not just in Nottingham, that's a mm -hmm. worldwide situation. Um, but um, I think, you know, uh, you know, as girls, you go through a lot of um, a lot of sexual exploitation that mm -hmm. when you're younger, you're not even aware or conscious of because you don't know what it is, mm -hmm. you know? I think there's a lot of that in the underbelly of this city, and I, went, I think I went through a lot of that, and I know mm. a lot of sisters that I talk to have gone through that in this city, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I think for the, the younger ones coming, it hasn't changed for them. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear, you know? It still runs the same, you know? Mm. Um, so they're the negatives, but I love Nottingham. Yeah. Love, love, love Nottingham. Did you go carnival? Um, Nottingham Carnival or do you do, you do any carnival? I or? used to go to rock and reggae rock religiously and reggae. every year when it was I on the forest. Carnival was always at carnival. Um, but you know, since they put the fence around it, since they put that fence that around it, I ain't gone. Yeah. <laughs> I want I'm claustrophobic, I don't do fences, <laughs> so I'm not having it, I'm not being pending like some animal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Charging cool. a pound entry, all do these people, for carnival? some of them do so, and they like, yeah. and they get council funding as well, and and I'm just like, Carnival's it's meant to be for, for the, the people. They've moved it as well, the and then one. since it's went to, and it went across mm. Meadows ways, yeah. and I love Meadows. I've spent time living in Meadows. Meadows family, hello, I love you all. They but just do. it's just a long way now to get to from where or I do am. Too. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. They'd never do that. And um. And I just, just yeah, yeah, <laughs> all the security business searching to get in and all this business, do you know, to, I, you know, I understand yes. about safety and that, but yeah, the it's just tight. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah. yeah, if you've got a bottle of water on yeah. you, can't take it in with you, you've got to buy another bottle of water for £4 on your side. Yeah. Yeah, man. But they don't do that for Goose Fair or anything like that. Right, yeah. right, you see, yeah. you see. Yeah. So I, I haven't been since it's been this new thing that it is, okay. sadly. Okay. Sadly, I remember when Beanie Man did it though. I was there Beanie with my daughter. Man. Beanie Man. What year was that? Oh, that was two thousand and nine. Because I did a blog on it. Two thousand and nine. Beanie Man was at Nottingham Carnival. Oh, the forest. Yeah, the forest. I don't and my daughter, me and my daughter were there. <laughs> my daughter was about four years old at the time, and this crowd came running forward to where me and my daughter was. I was like, "What?" I was like, "You need to get you and your kid out of here, love." Do you know what I mean? So as we tried to leave. They made like a parting of the seas to let me and my daughter out the crowd. Do you know what I mean? So then they could just go wild for Beanie Man. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't remember. Well, yeah, that, that was 2009. I'm sure it was 2009. Wow, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're coming up to the end of the show. Yeah, man. Is there anything else that you want to promote, say, 
people. Um, oh, people. The people could go on for days, so <laughs> we'll leave that list as what I managed to come okay. together with. But yeah, we'll say uh, Rowan Paris on Mixcloud, Sweet Rowan on YouTube, uh, Rowan Paris at Facebook, uh, Sweet Rowan at Twitter. And um, yeah, get in touch if you want to get in touch. touch. And have a listen to some. And have a listen to some really good, good music. Reggae music. Yeah. Nice. There is that. I do touch a little bit of Garage and House. There's a bit yeah. of Neo Soul on my mix cloud. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's different genres, but it is mostly reggae. You know what? We've got a, We've quick, got a, a quick 30 yeah. seconds, but I wanted to ask you. So you talked about Neo Soul and you talked about oh. Garage. Is there any other genres that, or, or not that you played, but just that you listen to, like anything oh. out the box as well? <laughs> that's just like me and my daughter listen to Gold FM all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spend our belly, true. Yeah. <laughs> Rowan, don't the yeah, we get we get down with that man. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> so Rowan, it's been a pleasure having you on. It's been awesome. Yeah, we'll have you on again as well. I'd love that. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, yes. I'd love that. Yeah. yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is not what you think. Not what you think. With Rowan Paris, me, Mr. B. And me, Mr. H. Not what you think. Take care. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow.